Happy Thursday, everybody. I am Tyler, and since it is Thursday, that means it is time for Thought Load. Today's episode, I'm going to talk about a reward system that has really helped me out and worked for me, and that is the Random Intermittent Reward System. So a little background info here. Simple definition is that it is the delivery of a reward at irregular intervals, which is a method that has been determined to yield the greatest effort from the subject. The subject does not receive a reward each time they perform a desired behavior or according to any regular schedule, but at seemingly random intervals. So this was a concept that was first tested out by an experimental psychologist named B.F. Skinner, in the first half of the 20th century. So the idea that he came up with is now known as the Skinner box, or a technical term is the operant conditioning chamber. And what he did is he made a box that isolated the test subject, which was at first rats and pigeons, that isolated them from an external environment. He implemented a behavior indicator, such as a lever or a button of some sort, So when the animal or subject pushed the button or they pulled the lever, the box would deliver a positive reinforcement of said behavior, which in this case was food, along with other noises and lights. So like if you win a slot machine, (laughs) lights and noises going off everywhere with your reward of money, but in this case, it was food. And so this initial concept of, of positive reinforcement for a given behavior was then tested on uh, at, a, at a randomized or intermittent interval as well. And, and scientists eventually found that the variable system or the intermittent reward system yielded the greatest effort from the test subjects based on brain scans and all scientific stuff that Uh, is above my knowledge base. But a little simple explanation of why these variable rewards are so addictive is because variable rewards seem to keep the brain occupied, removing its defenses and providing an opportunity to plant the seeds of new habits. Bizarrely, though, we perceive this trance-like state as fun. This is because our brains are wired to search for endless sorry, wired to search endlessly for the next reward, never being satisfied. So for a, a, I used the example of the slot machine earlier, but one of the the things that this system is implemented into in everyday life is almost in all digital aspects from our smartphones to all social media websites. So just to give you a, a visualization here, if you look at your smartphone screen, So a simple buzz from our phone or a pop-up message, or in my case, the red circle notification boxes uh, that appear next to the apps for messages or emails or other notifications, they unlock a wave of anticipation in us for, well, what, what is it? Who messaged us? What's, what's inside, right? Let's pick up the phone and let's find out. Uh, that is part of my OCD. That is the worst. Anytime there's something blinking or I have to clear all of those out like immediately because it gives me anxiety when I have over like 20 emails (laughs) 
at at a time that I haven't looked at. But so that's a really good visualization of of this system. Another one is is Facebook, and I mean, kind of the same similar things with the notification uh, bubbles, um, but. Basically, the social feedback loop of random awards supercharges our addiction um, on on these sites. And Facebook's random rewards feed uh, delivers, or the Facebook feed uh, delivers that stream of content, which is picked specifically for us based on the algorithms and based on the things that we click on. And it was funny. My I had wife Megan and I were, were comparing our Facebook feeds uh, last week or something. And just the, the difference in advertisements is, is almost comical on there given on, you know, what, what we click on. So those things are specifically tailored for us. So those rewards kind of hit, hit home and we just keep going for the next one for that next uh, dopamine hit if you want to use a scientific molecule there. And so those are just a couple visualize visualization examples to to reinforce what what this system looks like. And so I had first heard about this on on a great podcast on Jocko Willink's podcast. He had Andrew Huberman out there on his show um, who is super smart when it comes to the brain and what's going on uh, physiologically and and chemically there. And one of the things that they were talking about was this specific reward system. And so that led me down the track of, okay, how can I take this example and how can I use it in a positive way? And how can I make this work for us? Because if it's something that yields the greatest amount of effort, that's been scientifically proven, I'm trying to get more effort out of myself in certain areas. So let's let's see how this can work for us. And so what I ended up doing was, and I had talked about this on on an an episode prior uh, briefly, but a little bit more in depth here with with some background we just got through and and now uh, exactly what I did. So I set up a Google Doc spreadsheet. And so I, I looked at what my main focus points, were for the year, what what my bigger overarching goals were, you know, just looking at uh, like health and education and golf or whatever the specific silos are that you're looking at and trying to add one piece of that into this spreadsheet. So I ended up coming up with four different categories, one being just going to the gym. You know, it wasn't a do a workout or swim or it could be anything. As long as I showed up at the gym, whether it was to just do a longer sauna uh, training, whether it was to actually do a physical workout or swim or a little bit of cardio or just do some stretching or whatever, uh, that that was a check mark for that category. The next category was um, anything, a 30-minute exercise relating to golf. So that would be watching instructional videos that I have, planning out maybe my next tournament course to get better course management and work on how I was going to attack that that specific golf course. Uh, Obviously, going out and hitting balls in the range or practice putting or even playing uh, qualified as a check for, for that, that category. 
Then the other one was proper eating and hydration. So I kind of combined the two there. Uh, so in a given day, if I drank the amount of water that I wanted, which we've talked about back in our health series and the importance of water episode was about a ounce per, um, sorry, half of your body weight in ounces. So you know, I'm about 220 ish. So that's 110 ounces. So I was uh, close to a gallon was my benchmark. And then just proper eating just the way that I wanted to eat. Uh, which is primarily an animal-based diet, staying away from seed oils and processed sugar. If I did that, got to check that category for that day. And then finally, it was a 30-minute at-home in quotations exercise. So doing 30 minutes of stretching at home or going for a walk, going for a hike, bike ride, anything in and around the house outside of the gym, because uh, I had a big emphasis on on wanting to lose weight and just get more active this year was uh, the last category there. So went by each day there. So I set it up for a month. So I had each category at the top in the columns. And then in the rows was just numbered 1 through 30 for 30 days in a month. And so then learning from the Jocko podcast... Basically, the best ratio to for these this intermittent reward system is about a three to one. So you exhibit said behavior that you want. So one of my categories, proper eating and hydration, you exhibit said behavior and you exhibit that three times. And on average, every one out of three times you do that, you'll receive a reward. And so that applied for all four all four categories. Now, the thing that was a little bit difficult was to come up with said rewards. And that that is going to be your on you. If you choose that you want to fiddle around with this or implement this into into your daily daily routine or your monthly your monthly system and you can do it in a few ways. One, you can have just things that are totally free. Other things can be of monetary value. I did a little mix and match. So basically, if you have four co four columns or four categories, and you can do this with just one, if you just want to have a big focus on your food and, and water intake, or if you just want to do um, reading for 15 minutes a day of a nonfiction book or whatever your your goal is, you can make up your own category and you can have as many as you want. But basically, you'd have to come up with 10 different rewards for each uh, category. And they can be the same rewards in each category or whatnot, but it just depends on how creative and how much variety that you want to have. So for, for example, some of the rewards that I put on the sheet were... Um, that were free were things that I enjoyed doing that I wouldn't necessarily make a lot of time or have any intentionality at doing. So I really enjoy building Legos as a, a good little sit back, relax activity uh, that I hadn't really been making a lot of time for. So I put that on there. Uh, I wanted to explore more local hiking trails close to me and, and just wouldn't make it a priority, but I put that on there. So when I earned that reward, it was let's book the time, let's go do it. Um, 
what else did I do that was that was free? Um, I had go to a farmer's market or the butcher shop. And now, granted, you're probably going to spend some money there, but getting outside, buying local, doing doing some stuff there, which is something I wanted to implement. Uh, those were a few of the free things that I added in there. And then monetary wise, I just did really like simple, simple things. So, you know, for me, I really enjoy having cool looking uh, journals or notebooks. So I had a couple of those mixed in there. Uh, new books. So would go to Barnes and Noble or a, another bookstore and, and pick up a new book through that in there. Um, I like very specific style of pen. So I put new, a new pen, uh, on, on that reward sheet, as well as a, uh, a $5 reward savings account. So being, if I, if I ended up winning that reward in that category, I would have this reward savings account that I would put $5 into that I could use on whatever purchase. Uh, as, as a good tool to, to save up for something that, that I wanted. So those are some examples. Now you can do pretty much whatever that you want. You can make everything totally free. Now, obviously, if you only pick one category, you only have to come up with 10 rewards and that's not super taxing. Um, but I, I randomly assigned those uh, rewards to the specific numbers, one through 30, just using a random number generator on Google. Um, or you can use Excel. Excel will ge generate random numbers for you too if, if you're you're good in Excel. And then basically what I would do is I would carry out my day. Uh, I would have this, this sheet readily available that I could look at on my phone at all times, which is why I enjoyed doing it on Google Docs as opposed to just an Excel sheet on my computer. And what uh, what would happen is if I at the end of the day, I'd go through and, and either say, yes, I did this today or no, I didn't. And if I did, it'd be all right, cool time to spin. So I found a really cool uh, spinner random number generator online. That was fun just to click the button and watch the wheel spin and and whatnot. And whatever number it hit one through 30, I'd look at the sheet for that given category. And if it came up empty, I just marked it red. And all right, on to the next day, didn't win anything. But then whenever it would hit on the reward, I had a little separate spot on the spreadsheet of um, rewards that I had banked or, or won ready for use was I think the, the term that I had for that there. And then I, I also marked that red as, as I would know, then if that number comes up again in the next spin, obviously you're not going to win that reward twice. So and then you can proceed in a few different ways. You can either totally wait until you've cleared out every number on all of your categories to then reset your sheet for uh, the next month. Or, you know, let's say like for me, the first time I did it, it took me three months to actually clear out each category because I wasn't super consistent, but I was way more consistent uh, than, than I was prior to creating this sheet and implementing this random intermittent reward system. So it was, uh, that, that's how I did it there with waiting those three months. Now, if you're really good at it and you can clear something out in a month, that's great. Or if you just want to reset it at the end of every month, that's okay too. Whatever you find works best, whatever you like is good there. So in, uh, in closing here, some of the biggest 
or I should say the biggest pushback that I got when I was sharing this idea with people is just what the cost could be. You know, for me, having four categories, so 40 rewards, almost a 50-50 split on what's free and what's what would cost me some money. Um, totally understand that. So again, solution one is just have your sheet totally be free reward, re- free rewards, sorry, that don't cost you anything, but get you out doing things that you enjoy. Um, and also a little asterisk side note here, if your category is proper eating and hydration, uh, you shouldn't pick a reward that counteracts the behavior. So you shouldn't have a reward in a health category be go eat fast food or whatnot. Cause it, I mean, you can, if you really want to, but to me, that's counterintuitive and counterproductive, but sorry, a little asterisk there. I forgot to mention, but so the second solution and what I would encourage you to ask yourself here, if you're thinking, wow, Tyler, this is going to potentially cost me a lot of money. So I added up the total ballpark that the entire month would cost me for if I cleared out every single category in one given month and using some average cost, because obviously the the cost of a book depends on what book you get, but it was about $420. Yeah, $420 uh, was about the the total that it would cost me if I cleared out everything and, and redeemed and bought everything in that in that given month. And so, yes, that is a large amount of money. Now, granted, like $150 of that was going to my rewards savings account. So technically not spent. But the question I would like to ask you or for you to ask yourself is think about what person you would be like at the end of a month if you did your behaviors every single day. So for me... If I went to the gym every single day, I did an additional 30-minute exercise every single day outside of the gym, I ate the way I wanted to and drank enough water every single day, and I did 30 minutes related to golf work every single day for a given month, what kind of person would you be at the end of that? And when I thought about that, I would say I would give you... I would give somebody $2,000 for me to instantly be that person at the end of a month and not go through all the work and effort that comes along with it. So something like 400 bucks, if you actually do everything every single day, that is not going to matter at all to you. It's like what it's just asking yourself, what is what is the actual cost of my accomplishments and me feeling better about myself working towards my goals? For me personally, what type of golfer would I be if I spent 30 minutes every single day at the end of the, at the end of the month, as far as my actual skill, as far as what my body would be like at the end of that month, what habits I would have formed over that month. That's, I mean, it's almost priceless to me when you think about it in those terms. So I'd encourage you to ask yourself that question as you're making this sheet, if you choose to do so, and you feel like the costs could get a little weary for you. But 
that's that's the random inter intermittent reward system. That's how I set it up. Uh, if anybody has any questions about it and how I've used it and how it's worked out, please email us, connect with us on social media, visit the website, leave a comment, do whatever it is you want to do. Be happy to happy to share uh, insights with this as it's something I'm always going to continue moving forward here. And to wrap up, little quote from the great Stephen Covey, mastermind. He says, you basically get what you reward. If you want to achieve the goals and reflect the values in your mission statement, then you need to align the reward system with these goals and values. So hope you guys like this episode. We'll catch you next week on Thought Load. And as always, begin the duel, win the day.